When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Okay, everybody, welcome to the latest episode of All Too Real 2. My name is Michael E. Cullen II, and with me here, as always, is... It's Sesame, Karachi, and Carta. Karachi and Carta. Mm-hmm. I like that. I took on a middle name. Yeah, I think I like it, too. I, I think it, it's, uh, it rolls up the tongue pretty good. Yes, it does. Sesame, Karachi, and Carta. Yeah, I think that's going to be my music name from now on. I, I have like a million be. different music names, but <clears throat> they should all be your music names. Whatever you. That's part of the problem. I have so many names I go off of, and then I I upload the same content. That could be one of the reasons why I don't get anywhere is because I'm creating so much confusion. Yeah, uh, I mean Madonna kind of just went by Madonna, and you knew it was her, you know. Yeah. So it was easy to just you know pinpoint her music you don't want to be like five different people that's the thing though is that like i always get this idea like well this name sounds cooler than that name and then i just switch and that's yeah. i'm like can never it's it is what it is but like cause but, I if, got, but if garth brooks uh, taught us anything with this chris Gaines experiment um yeah but he was already famous when he did that though, yeah that's so, true <laughs> i'm not famous so it's much more confusing and then uh, uh but, but if a I famous mean, I, person I, can't go by another name and and sell records I don't right. know. Exactly, exactly. Because people still buy records. By... Um, the... <laughs> well, some people do. Yeah. <laughs> Not a lot. But um, it's usually people who are collecting, like, yeah. you know, vinyl. Well, well vinyl's on... really popular now, but I mean, pretty, much, is, yeah. pretty much everything's on Pandora and Spotify and stuff now. So, um... Which, you know, the quality sucks on those things yeah. so bad. But, um, like, the, the uh, like, Sesame, I, I can just go by Sesame. Sesame is yes. my music name. It's like Madonna or Cher. A bunch of sesame seeds would be on my first like album cover or something like yes. that. Can... And then the second album would be called Encarta, and it's like a picture of like the Encarta. Oh, you know. Um... <clears throat> I thought you could do like two all beef patty, special sauce, lettuce, cheese. Yeah, you remember the idea I had with um, remember when I used to go by Sheldon B. Cyrus as like a fake, yes. like their ego music guy, and and um. And that name goes back like 20 years that, that um, <clears throat> so like I came up with this whole series of albums that I wanted to do as Shelton B. Cyrus as his character, mm-hmm. you know, because I, I always use to make kept weird characters because it's, it's fun. And then I make music based off of those characters. Yes. Which is like an added layer of like becoming insane. Cause I'm like actually like making real life stuff as part of that character. And then I write stories about that character's life that's going on in their lives. That's not even at all what's going on in my life, real life. Anyway, I have two characters. You know the other one. I'm not going to mention their name because yeah. that one's still in secret for the most part. But anyway, <clears throat> although even that barrier is starting to kind of fall down mm-hmm. because I'm putting my regular music on there. But anyway, so I had this whole idea of using like phone puns. I have no idea what, what came up with it. So, like, I had, like, an idea called Phone Sex was the one album. I had another one called Textual Activity. <clears throat> and um, and, uh, and there was a third one that was, like, um, Party Line. You know, like an old oh, okay. 
I don't know why I came up with this stuff. There was there was another one that was a really good pun, but I, I can't remember because it was like the 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 phone wife was cheating on the husband, and I don't remember what I it was some word that had to do with phones, but I I can't remember what it was. Damn it. Anyway, oh, wow. um, so I was gonna make a whole series of albums based off of that and. And you know the old albums I was gonna do when we were making a movie based off the Sheldon B. Cyrus character, <clears throat> or yes. no? Where were we? I don't even remember. Now. Um, I think we were. No, we were gonna do Doormat. Yes. But no, yeah, but yeah, I. But in the movie, I created a character called Sheldon. So I, so I was like real life and movie life were mm-hmm. sort of bleeding into that one. But yeah, I had a whole series of albums where it was like one was like, like Green Gods or like um going to new york like just like leaving like just up and leaving to new york and i wrote like a small letter like to new york with love something i don't even remember what you made a bunch of like photoshop pictures yes. of these album covers anyway. well, well anyways yeah, yeah um, we talked about this <laughs> speak, speaking of going places um <laughs> yeah it's a good transition <laughs> um this uh this episode uh, saw us traveling to karachi um Anyways, today we're talking about the episode Seeing Red of Miss Marvel Season 1, um, Episode 4, directed by um, Shameen Obeyed uh, Chinoy. Uh, the teleplay was by uh, Sabir Prazada, AC Bradley, and Matthew Chauncey. Um, so... Uh, Initial thoughts here on this episode. <clears throat> I liked it. You know, I thought it was a good episode. Uh, it was fun, action, <clears throat> you know, kind of had a cool, you know, adventure thing going yeah. on because she's in like a whole new, whole new city she's never been to before. At least I don't think so. <clears throat> I don't know. No, that was her first did. time being going there. She Somebody asks her on the plane. I know, but she went to pet her grandma's dog and act like she knew him, so I don't know. And then... Um, Probably from... But uh, maybe pictures and pictures or and something yeah okay facetime and whatnot yeah <clears throat> yeah i liked it it was pretty good yeah i thought it was a good episode um interesting to take us to a new new location um kind of sucked because we didn't have any bruno or much uh we we, we had a little bit of uh Nik- nikia voice and stuff and a little bit of kareem or not kareem um or, uh, uh K- um comron Kareem is a new guy. Sorry. Um, <laughs> yeah, yeah. Um, we we had a little bit of him in the in the episode, but you know, not much of our of our New Jersey folks. Um, besides uh, besides uh, Kamala and, and uh, her mom. So you know, we got that going on. Um, yeah, I, I liked it. Um, first time I watched it, I didn't like it actually that much. Um, I rewatched <laughs> it and I liked it better. Um, it wasn't that I didn't, it's not that I disliked it, it just wasn't my favorite of the episodes, and I think I was kind of tired when I watched it, so that, I'll blame it all on that. So, um, <laughs> but when I rewatched yeah. it today, I really, I, I was, like, really into it. So, um. That's good. Picked up on more things and stuff, too, so on the second viewing. Um, and I will say, I mean, I was half asleep when I watched it the first time, so. <laughs> I probably shouldn't have watched it when I did. I should have waited until I woke up. Um, but anyways, um, we've got uh, we've got an interesting story here. Like I said, we we're we're traveling away from New Jersey. Um, what happens here in this episode? Um, you know, they're on the plane, and uh, you know, Kamala's basically like essentially grounded, but since you know, they're going to visit, you know, her grandmother that, you know, her mom and her are basically going to have to have like a temporary truce because she still thinks that Kamala ruined her brother's wedding, <clears throat> her wedding party afterwards or whatever. Um, <clears throat> and uh, they show up at the airport. We've got this really cool drum music. That's, yes. um, the, I think it's called the, the doll. The doll, it's like a cool hand like a drum that you play with like a stick like a kind of like oh, a, okay like a hook kind of i really do and dig it's like, the i really do dig the music in this show yeah the music is just like like fantastic and 
and everyone, you know, her cousins are there waiting, waiting for her to pick her up. You know, people she's either met a couple times or at least talked to, you know, a few times. Yeah. And then her grandma shows up. They all go home. It, by the looks of it, it looks like her family in Pakistan's kind of more on the wealthy side. Um, you know, because her grandma literally lives in a gated house. Um, well, I mean, the thing is, know, it's like it's like it's a big house. But it needs a paint job and stuff like that. My 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 main feeling about it is is it maybe was something that was the family comes from money, but I don't think they're that uh, her nani is still wealthy at all. You know what I mean? Okay. What, like, yeah, it's maybe. Like, like, it's, you know, you know, like you got that old woman that lives in a really big house in your neighborhood. You know, not not all neighborhoods, but you know, like you'll see that in a movie or something like that. I think she's kind of like that yeah. almost. You know, that's my that's the way I viewed it. <clears throat> Yeah, it could be that. Like she's just living there. She inherited the house or yeah. paid for or whatever. And then uh and then her I don't know, but then their cousins went to that, like a boat party though, so they might be wealthy because they're kind of on the more rich side of things, it looks mm-hmm. like too though. So I don't know. And then um or who knows, maybe the Bengal, you know, also had other abilities that like maybe made you like lucky, you know, yeah. things of that nature. We don't really know um how it was used. Um and then uh they go home, they pet the really cool. He's kind of like a fat golden retriever. He might need to be on a diet, but um, uh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, he just looks a little bit too big. Dog yeah. needs to be you know, a, little bit, a little bit healthier. Anyway, um, or maybe he's a, a female. Maybe she's pregnant. I don't know. But um, anyway, um, her her, um, her her grandmother, her nanny. Um, or is it her nanny? Yeah, yeah. her nanny. Um, <clears throat> she, she tells Kamala her room's on the right. And then she doesn't, she like goes to the wrong door or whatever. And then it's like her grandmother's like artistic room. Like she's got, you know, a bunch of paint brushes and pictures she's drawn and painted and yeah. things like that. And, you know, some of them, a lot of them look really good. And then, um, so that must be what her mom talked about, how she was a daydreamer, maybe just because she liked being an artist. Like that's a terrible thing, apparently, according to her mom. But anyway, like, how dare you do anything creative? It's terrible. But anyway, so like, and, she painted the picture of her mother, you know, from what she remembers, you know, what she looked like. It seemed pretty accurate. Um, yeah, it could look like then, Aisha. Yeah. It really did. Yeah, it was pretty accurate. Maybe, maybe she had, like, visions of her and dreams of her, too, or something that helped yeah. her remember what she, she looked like. Because she was just, like, like three or four years old at the time when, mm-hmm. when, um, and then so, like, she, you know, her nani, nani, or nani, um, you know, comes in the room and is just kind of smiling at her and, and stuff, and um Kamala drops you know the bomb and basically saying like hey you know this amulet you know does that mean like you know I'm a djinn and then she's like yeah of course and then she's like how could you be so casual about this yeah. and she's like yeah well it doesn't matter like it's just genetics who cares like she just doesn't yeah. like like it's not even like a bombshell to her it's just like you know it's like who cares it's it, it, it's like saying oh you're from you know kentucky you know i mean it's just like you know it's like where you come it was literally from. just like it was yeah. nothing yeah it was like nothing like it was just like yeah. like talking about ordering lunch like and she's like you're focusing on the wrong things like you know who cares about the gin stuff that's not really the important you know thing that's you know and and you know how they how they both saw the train together in that vision <clears throat> you know when um when they were fighting uh, you know her, her and, and I mean, and, were, and Anani had like paintings of like the partition and stuff like that too that she did. Um, yeah, and she also had a painting that looked kind of like the the other dimension that Kamala yeah, it, got. It, it almost looked like a, it was the partition, but the people in it looked like aliens almost. So I wonder, yeah, I wonder if that was like some sort of weird, like upside down type of like. Because it was, it know, was like, almost the, like that that part where uh, in the first episode when Kamala <laughs> first has kind of her first vision. It almost looked like that, like when she's at the Avengers Con, and she has that thing where she yeah. kind of falls, and she, yeah, it almost looks like that, like like shadows and different people, you know. Yeah, and their eyes were kind of like glowing and stuff like yeah. that, and uh, yeah, and I liked how too how she fell down. And it literally looked like she like did like an upside down where she like literally like went. Yeah, and then when she got back to our world, it was like she literally went like in a circle, almost like. <coughs> yeah, it's kind of kind of interesting, cool. And then you know, so they have this conversation, and uh, you know, she's just like, just trying to like you know encourage Kamala to like you know figure out what the 
you know, with the ambulance, you know, trying to tell her and, you know, kind of like find her way type of thing, you know, that whole, that whole thing. And then the, she, you know, she goes to sleep and then her mom wakes her up, scolding her as usual. Yeah. Her mom, man, like she needs to, <laughs> she needs to be a therapist or something like that to stop projecting her own shit from her own mother onto her daughter because she's kind of being a bad mother in my yeah. opinion. That's just my I figured I out who she, had, I figured reason, out who she but... reminds me of. Um, my late Aunt Frida. Oh, wow. Was like that with my grandma. Oh, okay. Um, Interesting. Because my, my grandma, especially my grandma, was like a pack rat. And yeah. Deserved to be, I mean, sometimes deserved to, like, be told, you know, don't keep all this shit. Um, so, but yeah. my, my... <laughs> My Aunt Frida was pretty controlling, but I started to realize, because she was the oldest daughter in the family, and she kind of had to help raise, because my, my, uh, my grandma had seven kids, and stuff like that, mm-hmm. so she kind of had a lot of burden put on her younger, and so, like, after, I didn't realize and think about all this stuff until after my aunt passed away. Okay. So, it kind of gave me a little bit more <clears throat> sympathy towards her, and <clears throat> I think mm-hmm. that's what I'm feeling here with uh, Maniba, you know, it's just kind of like she's she's got a lot of, you know, weight on her life. And she kind of had to she was trying to she was kind of rebellious, we find out, too. And it was more like I think that the idea that she ended up having to get to the point where she was trying to raise her own mother, too, because her mom was full of, you know, flights of fancy and stuff, you know. These crazy ideas yeah. that are totally true. And, uh, <laughs> exactly. But that's how she saw it, you know? Yeah. But yeah, they go, she wakes her up and she's like, you know, you gotta go with your cousins. You know, we came here to visit, so you need to actually visit. So get up and go with them to the boat party or whatever. And then apparently they have a rule there where you can't where women can't wear jeans. Or yeah, I think it was a, it was a restaurant, not a boat party necessarily. Oh, well, it was okay. It was, it was by like the on boat. a dock, I think. I didn't think it, it wasn't necessarily. It wasn't a boat. It was a patio. And I, yeah, I don't know if it was a like a a rule that only applied to girls and women, but I do know in some places in Pakistan, where more conservative people don't think that girls or women should wear jeans because it, yeah. it it accentuates their their form or whatever. Yeah, a lot of places women can't wear bad, slacks in know. general. Yeah. So I don't know if it was that, if it was just like a regular rule of the, you know, restaurant or whatever type of thing. But they kind of trick her with some spicy food because they're like, kind of like her cousin's sort of like being kind of mean to her yeah, because she's not really from there, you know, type of thing. So they're like kind of teasing her, but kind of serious teasing at the same time. Like it's not just for fun. It's like they really don't like her because they're like, they literally like she wanted to go see like the train station <laughs> You know, and she said, oh, because, you know, history or whatever. And then her her other cousin, she's like, okay, well, we're going, so try not to get lost. And it's just like, wow, that's nice. Like, yeah, and like they, literally. They, they like, kind of refer to her and other people of her like as um, what they call ABCD. Yeah. Which is an American-born confused Desi. So yeah, it's like okay. Well, I like I like to see you two mm-hmm. move to America exactly. for the first time and not and not have culture shocky pieces of shit. But like anyway, yeah, well, uh, well, we have enough people here in America that would probably treat them like that. And <laughs> well, then maybe then they would learn a lesson or two. Not exactly. Be so <laughs> yeah, I'm just saying. So maybe you know they should count their lucky fucking yeah. stars. But anyway, so that happens, and then um, she asks like some dude, like you know, it's a bunch of street vendors try and get her money because they know she's american or at least can suspect that she is you know so they're like you know wanting her to buy all their wares and shit like yeah. that and one guy takes and, a polaroid sort of thing an instant photo of some sort and like oh pay and you know it's like i hate it when people do that though i mean it's like i understand they're trying to make a living but i hate it like when someone already performs a service on your behalf and then like tries to guilt you into paying for it. I'm like, yeah. I didn't even ask you this before. Like I mean it's, I understand it, they, it, it's, it's, it's my it's thing per- with it with it. It's like I, I've had people do that like on the street well they'll well they'll they're they'll they'll make like some kind of art and hand it to me and they'll be like, Hey, you know, can you give me some money for this? And I'm like, um, I'll buy you some food. Um but to the, 
So it's like, I, I know, like, the guy's probably not rolling in the big bucks, so he's probably yeah. just doing that out of desperation or whatever. My thing, still... though, is, like, how many people tell him no and then he's wasted all these Polaroids? <laughs> exactly. Well, he might only do it for people he suspects might not be from yeah. there. Because I think when, you, when you're in a big city for a long time, I think you can sort of just tell mm-hmm. just by how someone's walking and how, like, they're maybe looking around a whole bunch that, like, they mm-hmm. know they're not really from there. You know, you sort of just, like, develop kind of, like, a sixth sense about it, you know? Yeah. Like, literally, I know it's a, a small tangent here. Don't worry. It's not going to be super long. But, um, <clears throat> so my first time I ever went to Chicago, ever, literally, as soon as I started walking on the sidewalk, I made one one wrong turn, one wrong turn, and, like, that was enough for someone to mark me immediately. Yeah. And, like, went into this whole story about how they're they got a flat tire and then they they wanted to buy like this weird like adhesive spray shit that's supposed to like you know keep your tire working until you can take it to like Midas or whatever you need to yeah. do or whatever and then he's like yeah there's an ATM machine over there or whatever and like I looked over there there's literally no ATM machine it was just an alleyway so I'm like oh I, so the ATM machine is me and the alleyway is the part where you could like pull a knife on me, I guess, or whatever, and steal my money or, or whatever. Like, nope. Like, and then he like he walked off in a huff, like, oh, whatever. It's like, okay, like go go rob someone else or con someone else or whatever, you know. So it's, I think that like, you know, especially in big cities. And then that died. That guy died like five minutes later because you didn't help him. Oh wait, I'm joking. <laughs> I, I, no, it could. I mean, it could have been. You know, whatever. Right? I mean, that's not my conscience, right? You know, that's um. I'm you know, he, you know, he needed to get to the hospital because his his wife was giving birth to twins yeah. or triplets or whatever quadruplets, mm-hmm. and the car broke down, and you know they they don't, they can't afford an ambulance because they're. It's like when I was working there, in retail, we'd have people like, come in. We'd, we'd have people come into the store sometimes and be like, I need this money because my daughter's giving birth in Cleveland and I need the right. best money to get there to be from, there for my uh, my daughter and, and my and my granddaughter's birth and blah, blah, blah and all this other stuff. And, and, and I'm just like, sorry, dude, I can't help you. You know, I'm sorry. It's like, like I work at freaking Walmart, dude. Do you think I yeah. can like, you know, <laughs> shell out cash to exactly. fund your obviously bullshit story? That's the other thing too. It's like, you know, a lot of these people use the same stories. Like, is there like a script that they're yep. given or used, or or they just learn from other people who taught them that, so they they just repeat like what some was of these people are pimped out like, like prostitutes and they have scripts. I wonder sometimes. Well, I really they do. do. They are. Like, there's a, there's actually it's been pretty. Oh, okay. So, yeah. <laughs> so, but anyways, back to the show though. So Sorry, so I she, just, she she yeah. asks uh she asks this guy for directions and he to the train station and. She, he kind of gives them to her, like, in a weird way. Like, you know, you turn yeah. a right and a left go. and a right, and then there's, like, a goat. A little bit right. Yeah. A little bit right. Yeah. Just a little, like, a flight right turn. And then you got to yeah. follow a donkey cart. And, you know. <laughs> and she's like, she's like, okay. He's like, are you getting this? And she's like, uh, yeah. <laughs> it, it, it reminds me of the people I, I would know that would, you know, tell you to, how to get places in town. And they'd be like, okay, so you go down this street here. Until you hit a McDonald's, and then you turn left, and then you get to another oh McDonald's, and then you <laughs> just like what the hell, dude? Like, it's like I like how you're just using McDonald's as landmarks. Yeah, for like exactly. how, to, how they travel somewhere. It's so sad. <laughs> it's like uh, you know, because there's so many McDonald's, right? So you yeah. can totally do that, and then, uh, or like a subway, even you know, yeah. so many subways. There's more of those, yeah. But, yeah but it would be like yeah, that. It'd, those, it'd, yeah. it'd be like you know, they'd basically just tell you where fast food restaurants are, and that'd be how you get somewhere. Mm-hmm. Just like, okay, wait, is that the second Wendy's I passed? Wait, I'm confused. No, I'm confused. <laughs> that, yeah, that's like that's the state we're in our civilization now. Is where like remark, like instead of like in the woods where you used to make like your yeah. own like markings, now it's fast food restaurants. You, you, you're gonna pass yeah. three Burger Kings, and when you get to the third yeah. Burger King, you make a left. No, wait. What? <laughs> Unless you want to stop in the Burger King to get like a sandwich or something, yeah. and then you you know go right, and then you go straight out of there yeah. if you get your if your you've, if you've gone to the Taco Bell, you've you, you've gone too far. Wait, <laughs> yeah, yeah, it's not the train tracks; it's the Taco Bell. Well, it might be like diarrhea tracks, but yeah. like anyway, um, sorry, <laughs> that was sick. <laughs> then, uh, so anyway, yeah, go ahead. Sorry, yeah, Continue. yeah. So so so, so she, she anyway she she goes to the. She makes it to the train station that she wanted to, you know, go to the one that's, you know, possibly in her dreams and stuff, you know, so in her visions. So what happens there? 
Well, she reads this cool quote on the wall saying something like, you know, <clears throat> even small things can turn turn out to be great or something like that. And there's like a picture of Ant-Man, it looks like, or yeah. something on it, I think. So there's like an Ant-Man reference. And she, she already mentioned how she kind of likes Ant-Man, like thinks he's cool and stuff like that. And she like listens that, to so. his podcast, so... <clears throat> yeah. yeah scott lane's podcast where she yeah. where he basically is like d- giving all the secrets about what happened like mm-hmm. with the avengers i guess or something so yeah that's how everyone knows about stuff like when dr strange part two came out where you know that guy everyone seemed to know about that he was the one that gave thanos the yeah. time stone and so it could have been scott lang just telling everyone all this that, stuff. that sounds like something I mean, scott lang would do or it does, yeah. Or, or he has his one buddy come on there and tell everything. That guy that tells all the stories in the Ant Man movie. Oh yeah, <laughs> yeah. Like his co, it probably is like his co-host or something like yeah. that. <laughs> so, so that the, there was like a, and there was like something underneath that quote too that like was like in, written in Urdu, I think that meant something different, but it was kind of like, I think it literally said something about like an ant, like in the actual quote itself, oh, okay. like not. Not the English, but I think in the Urdu, I think it said something about huh. like an ant becoming strong. So that's kind of interesting. Yeah. So I wonder if it's going to be like, if we're going to get in these like Ant-Man references, maybe, <clears throat> excuse me, if these are meant to like sort of be like nods to like the Quantum Mania movie coming out because we're talking about different dimensions yeah. and things like that. I don't know. I'm just, I'm wondering, you know, because the Quantum Realm is kind of, <clears throat> kind of reminds me of like the nor dimension a little bit or where like kane the conqueror has his like his whole citadel at least in the comic books he's got his whole like citadel or city like actually yeah. existing in the quantum realm so there's a lot of a lot of weird shit that we don't know about like, yet about other dimensions so maybe we're all waiting for a brie larson mm-hmm. captain america captain uh, marvel uh appearance in the show but we might get a, i hope so but, but maybe instead of that we'll get a scott lang you know appearance or something yeah, I mean that would be cool too. It could be either or, or both yeah. even, or Shang Chi even because the yeah. Ten Rings seem like they're might yeah. be part of this because they were all <clears throat> they were all standing on the Ten Rings when they were looking for this the the second yeah. bangle, and you know it wouldn't put it past me for Wen Wu to kind of send them on that journey. Yeah, you know either to collect the bangle for him or maybe. Maybe he was the one that caused the thing to to crumble because he didn't want any competing power. Essentially, like, like you know, maybe he couldn't use the bangle and the ten rings at the same time, so he didn't want someone else having a, a super powerful artifact. Uh, it's just a theory. I don't know. Oh yeah. But like, by the way, I kind of stole that from Screen Crush, so I don't want to act like I came up with that. Am I? Oh, okay. But like, you know, um, I, I like to give I like to give credit when I say something. You know, like it's. <laughs> You know, so um, that's how I roll. You know. Anyways, back to the show. We we end up uh, yeah. meeting um, meeting somebody at the train station. Uh, this yeah, is where we meet we Kareem. It's an interesting meeting. Yeah, it's, it's like a meet cute, not really, but it's a, it's a meat it's fight. A, <clears throat> a meat fight, yes. Because yeah. <laughs> there's knives involved, and yeah. um, well, like 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 involved. like most uh, meat cutes. There's always knives involved, right? <clears throat> it might, might, might maybe more like a meat cube because you might end up stabbing her and then create I mean, a I mean, tiny piece of meat. You know, it's 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 how like you know Ted Bundy met all of. Oh wait, sorry. Um, so no. the <laughs> <clears throat> uh, yeah. So Ted Bundy was a great guy, man. He was so charismatic and uh, yeah, he killed women yeah evil piece of shit anyway so um the uh yeah. <laughs> um but this guy this guy is no ted bundy though no not at all he's a good guy actually um so yeah. we find out he's a we um they, they have like this little fight and uh he says something to her about being her being from america and she's like how do you know i'm not canadian which is an in joke because uh the actress who plays uh miss marvel is canadian so yeah so that's cute yeah but uh they have this nice little meet and uh he he says to her there was cute at the end where he says uh says to her um there's like a little bit of noise going on he's like come with me if you want to live (laughs) like like uh like like, you know the terminator and uh and then uh you know he says i just always wanted to say that um so the, yeah so, exactly. so, so they go and then, then they they end up uh 
they end up meeting. They, we find out that he's a member of this group called the Red. Uh, he's he's a member of this group called the Red Daggers. And we meet uh, Walid, who is uh, who's played by Bollywood star uh, Farhan Akhtar. Um, and uh, he ex- he's like the leader of these uh, Red Dagger people. Um, who are not a boy band. No. They're, they are not, no. No. <clears throat> It'd be cool if they were, yes. but they're not. But anyways, uh, he explains that the, uh, that these people that, um, the, the class clandestines and people like that, that are, that are being referred to as, as the djinn, are actually from another realm that is connected to our earth but is hidden beneath the veil of the Noor. So I'm confused by this. So is it part of our earth or is it another dimension or another timeline? It, it's really confusing. It's like another, I think it's like, like another dimension that just lives like within <clears throat> well, he, the so, way he said side by side, which yeah. So it's like, it coexists. It's just kind of weird to me. But, um, yeah, to say side by side implies that there's like two material universes that live next to each other, which that doesn't seem like a good explanation. But maybe that's all they were able to find because they're kind of like a human based, yeah. you know, secret society. And again, can I say this? Yeah, I like the episode. I'm I'm kind of over the whole secret society stuff. Like, oh, a secret organization that hunts these people. Just yeah, I don't know. Like. I, I wasn't a big fan of that. I'm just saying. Of that, yeah, well, that it was portion. it was their way of introducing the character because, like, in the comics, there was a character called the Red Dagger. There isn't a group okay. of people, but I think they decided, oh, we're gonna make them a group, kind of like they did in uh, in uh, Falcon and Winter Soldier. <clears throat> um, what was the, the the girl's name? Um, uh, oh shoot. Um. <laughs> But anyways, that, that that was just supposed to be one character, but they ended up making it like this terrorist organization, you know. So. Oh yeah, yeah. Yeah. So I don't know, like I mean, yeah, they're trying to like you know get her to learn her powers and stuff, which is weird because I thought they were like trying to kill the clandestines, but then she is one, but they don't. Well, she kill isn't her, so really like... one. She's oh, because she she's uh. See, the class clandestines are this are this specific group of people. And what he's trying to explain, too, is he does explain the fact that um, Jin is just the name that they called these type of people that, you know, like Thor would have been called the Jin if he had landed in the Himalayas instead of where he landed. Yeah. Um, it's uh, it's kind of like just people with, you know, mystical or magical or superpowers are basically called Jin. Um, which, which brings <laughs> yeah. up the fact that those, you know, that that clickbait article where people were trying to say that, Oh, you know, it's, you know, it's, it's stupid that they're using gin. So, you know, flagrantly or whatever, you know, it's just stupid, but, <laughs> but they weren't, they weren't real gin. Yeah. And yeah. then, uh, and plus their MCU gin, which is not the same gin as, yeah. You know, and, um, and plus do I always go back to what I said last week where it's like, you know, why are you complaining about this one thing's MCU? So we're not even talking about our real world here. And secondly, uh, according to the both pre-Islamic and Islamic folklore, jinn are neutral spiritual beings that yeah. can either be good or bad or something yeah. in between. And so they're not like demons like in Christianity Christology, Christology, or whatever you call yeah. it, and and like I said before, it's either in the Quran or it's in Islamic tradition or both. It's been a while since I've read it, where it says that a group of jinn were so inspired by one of Muhammad's sermons or when or like prayer session that they actually just converted to Islam on the spot and just started praying yeah. alongside the humans. Of course, the humans couldn't see them because they're not they're unseen creatures, but they were technically joined the the religion and the prayer gathering and we're just praying mm-hmm. with you know other muslims human muslims and jinn muslims so it's like so 
I just, but you know, I know people don't like logic anymore in this world, or if they ever did, I don't know. It seems like maybe they never did. Like, like again, I think point. the, I think the freaking article that we were talking about, and I think that whole thing was just a freaking clickbait bullshit. Anyway, the thing so. is, though, I know I've talked to enough Muslims to know that there are some Muslims who would. Actually yeah, I'm sure there. The, the, the thing is, what what, like, what it ends up being is that it's a small group of people that feel a certain way, and then they'll make then, then of course somebody will write an article and be like, people feel this way. And you're just like, right. Or, yeah, or, or, or like, so is revealing their bikini bod or whatever, yeah, you know, but, or, but, but a lot of times, a lot of times the clickbait is like, you know, star Wars fans are upset about this. And then you read the article. Right. And it's like, Oh yeah. It was like some dude in his basement who was upset about something. And so now right. it represents all star Wars fans, you know? So it's just the way it is. <laughs> and then from a story, and it's from a story from like six months ago that just revamping up, like you know, yeah. Like, like, wait a minute, I thought the controversy was over already. Like, you know, yeah, exactly. Like, no, we need, we need to, we need to like bring it back anyway. Yeah, but the clandestine. So, but they trusted Aisha though. <clears throat> you know, she was a clandestine. So yeah, I mean, she was. You know, and, but what I'm saying with uh with um with with Kamala, she's like part probably clandestine or whatever you want to call her. Um, she's. Yeah, but she's you know, like a fourth or whatever, if anything. Or a well, yeah, because you got yeah, or not a third, yeah, but right. like a, you know, whatever it is. I'm it would be a third, yeah, <laughs> yeah. Cause you got Aisha, so then they had yeah. um, Nani. <clears throat> I forgot her Sana, and then so that'd be that would be she'd be half, and then and then um, Muniba would be um, a quarter. A qu- no, well, yeah. Then there would be. No, no, Kamala would be the quarter, wouldn't it? Because it would be three, one, two. Whatever then, it is, uh, she's part. She's still whatever. part human. So, 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 whatever it is, she's human on her dad's side. So, um, <laughs> mostly, mostly, yeah, and then, yeah. um, and <clears throat> so, so anyway, so, yeah, they're testing her powers and shit like that. But, but yeah. also, I think she's kind of like almost like a. She, she, she's of course our our female like chosen one in a way too. You know, she's she's our. I don't know, I, I, for lack of a better word, a messiah sort of character, you know, when it comes to this, you know, power. Um, or like, you know, she's our our Buffy the Vampire Slayer sort of thing, you know? She's the one. <laughs> um, she, <laughs> so. Yeah, or, or the Luke Skywalker, because yeah. Yeah, later on, her, mm-hmm. her mentor of two minutes gets killed, just like how... She's our Frodo Baggins here. Um, and, uh... <laughs> <laughs> yeah. The, um... But um, we, we we basically, you know, find out a little bit more about that. And the thing is, like, he shows her this picture on this, like, uh, thing that comes out of the ground in their place. Um, this, like, holographic picture almost or whatever. And um, it was just interesting to me that, like, whatever this other realm is, I couldn't tell if those were supposed to be buildings or what, but they kind of just looked like tentacles or something, you know? Yeah, they, it, it like didn't look yeah, like it was, it was anywhere people could actually live. Um, <laughs> so I was confused. Yeah, it, did. it looked like it's like a weird city with like just mountains or just yeah. I mean, it just looked, yeah, it just like random. I mean, I'm not trying to be critical, too critical here, but it's just like somebody at Marvel is like, oh, we need some kind of like random spacey looking shit. Yeah, that's <laughs> like I yeah, look like... it did look kind of like that. <laughs> uh... Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> and then. Uh, what else happened? That she goes, she has dinner with like these people, like at like a cool beach area, you know. Yeah, she does. Yeah, some of her, some of her friends. Yeah, and, and she, she ends up eating something that uh she really likes. She's a word worried that it's going to be spicy because of what happened early earlier to her at the at the yeah at the boat or restaurant or whatever. Yeah, yeah. just um, um spicy snack kind of food. Yeah. That, Apparently it's supposed to be really, really good, but it was too spicy for her. Yeah. And she's like, oh, no. It's like, oh, well, she doesn't like spicy food. Who cares? Um, Maybe maybe she's not used to it. It's interesting, another thing. So, like, you know, her mom came from Pakistan. Mm -hmm. So, theoretically, she knows how to make Pakistani food. But yet, when she makes it at home, it wasn't as spicy. So, I wonder if that was, like, another... So, subtle way of her trying to sort of distance herself a little bit from yeah. her roots kind of like i mean maybe i'm looking into it a little bit much but yeah. i just wonder because she seems kind of like 
she wants to get away from all that kind of like literally because she kind of kind of like almost like blending in more in america and trying to yeah um but because right, uh, kamala yeah may have had that at home but not mm-hmm. that spicy you know <laughs> yeah <clears throat> um so we we have uh we have this you know scene at the beach where they're hanging out and you know we learn a little bit more and then we have like a what ha- what happens next we have um um, oh, oh, we, we do. We do have a scene where again. the we do have a scene where we find out the at the DODC Supermax prison, Najma and the rest of the clandestines um, escape, and they uh, and, and she says to leave Cam- Cameron behind because he made his choice. So, yeah, because he dared to you know not allow the world to completely become destroyed. Yeah. <laughs> No, like, oh, oh my God! So I'm so sorry, Mom, that I didn't allow billions of people to mm-hmm. die. I know I'm such a terrible person. What's with like these weird people <laughs> in these shows where they're like they get mad at someone for actively not trying to kill people? Oh, I know. Like, it's just weird. This is bizarre. It's like you've lived here for a hundred years. You think at this point maybe you just get used to it, make this your home. I yeah. mean, there's cool stuff here. I mean, like, it might not be as cool as the Noor dimension, which, again, doesn't really look like it's that great, to be honest. I mean, exactly. it's, like, really, it's, like, dark and stuff, and people's eyes are glowing. It doesn't really seem like that fun, but whatever. And so, Maybe they and, like it. I and guess. somebody just, you know, took a paintbrush and made some slashes on the screen, and that's what we got as the um, <laughs> description of their land. Yeah, um, I mean, <laughs> so apparently that's so great, though. They need to go back to that after being... Yeah. I still want to know why they got banished, though. I have a feeling Najma did something really bad, and then they kicked out the whole group, because why would you get kicked out, you know, unless you did something bad, or, you know, were you the good guys within the Nord dimension, you weren't bad enough for everyone else, but then by that logic, why would you then want to go back to that place and be willing to kill the world to get there, because then that would make you bad by trying to get the bad guys it just seems weird it's like i I don't know who knows it the criminals maybe the magneto the crime sort of thing i don't know but um (laughs) maybe it's a magneto situation where it's like i'm I'm gonna rule everyone everyone else because because i was persecuted so now i need to rule everyone yeah and then uh who knows we'll find out probably by the last episode of what najma's whole deal is but yeah um, hopefully maybe aisha will show up and she'll like maybe she's been hiding this whole time and she'll she'll come and help you know her granddaughter, her, her great granddaughter, fight off the the rest of the clandestines. Or, mm-hmm. so that would be kind of actually if that were to happen. But she does talk to her grandmother one more time in the episode when she's looking over a bunch of cool kites that are flying around. Yeah, and then um she's just kind of like you know continuing her like encouragement, I guess. And and, and her and her grandmother thing. tells her that even at her age, she's still trying to figure out who she is um right yeah she's like whatever i don't really know but it's fine and then yeah. like yeah her grandmother was so like like just like nonchalant about everything like just like the most mind-blowing information you could ever find like and she's like oh yeah jen are real and you know we're exactly. kind of part of them whatever <laughs> I, I like a, i do like i do like how she says that people are claiming their identity based on an idea some old englishman had when they were fleeing the country how is one yeah, exactly. to deal with that? You know, so it's 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 a it's a good uh, it's a good thing. I mean, um, do you want to take a quick break here, and then we'll come back and talk about the rest of the episode? Uh, yeah, sure. Okay, we'll be right back, folks. No hey, I'm Jay Remy, host of No Outlet Live. If you're in a podcast that explore any and everything, check us out. We stream anywhere you listen or watch podcasts, or just type No Outlet Live, one word, in your Google search bar to find the show. Live Saturdays at 7 p.m. Eastern Time on Facebook. No Outlet Live, your road to boredom ends here. Do you like Tessa? Do you think this will be a date that can last? Well, uh, she's not very articulate. And we are back. 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 Back in black. No. It's a fact. Back in black. Back in black. Hit the sack. So, uh, <laughs> uh, <laughs> Sorry. So, before I blow my brains out, um, the, uh, <laughs> I'm joking. <laughs> um, yep. the, um, 
so we have we do have another scene there too where uh, Muniba has a frank conversation with her mother, mm-hmm. explaining to her why she went to America and not and did not remain um, in Karachi. Uh, she said she needed a change from being shunned by the neighbors because of her crazy mother and her wild theories. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so that kind of explains a little bit more of why uh, Muniba is so like strict when it comes to Kamala, and so because she, she grew up with a mother who basically was her daughter. You know, so was acting just like her. They're very similar people. I know. Like, how dare, you know, a woman, mm. you know, have dreams and have a personality. Yeah. And, well, know, it's, it's more the thing. Her. I mean, the, the, the thing yeah. I'm learning from it is, is the fact that she was treated badly by people because of her mother. And so it oh, kind yeah. of explains things. And I mean, I know that it's not the, the right thing to do, but it does at least explain why she moved all the way to America to escape uh, Karachi, you know? Yeah. And just and maturity on yeah, my view, but yeah, well well that's that's the thing. It it, it, it is and you know I don't think she did it as like anything malicious necessarily, you know. But uh, uh Oh I don't think so either. But it's like, yeah. you know, a brother or sibling who's autistic or whatever and people make fun of that because of that, so you're gonna hate your autistic sibling because No, I that. know. If you do, then that kind of speaks to your personality a little bit, I'm just saying. Uh, <laughs> oh, it does, and I, I'm not defending her, but I'm ex- at least explaining yeah. and understand her character. Um, yeah, and, totally. You know, that that's the thing. I mean, people are, are layered, and they're not yeah. so black and white, and we did it, it gave me a little bit more sympathy and understanding for her in certain ways, because it's unfortunate that she did it, but she didn't ever stop loving her mother either, though, so... Yeah, you know that's true. So that that's the the good part. Um, yeah, that is true. Yeah. Um, so because that's the way I kind of feel about my aunt Frida. I guess I'm just like placing that on her. Um, so <laughs> she never stopped loving my grandma. Um, the yeah. right, right. Um, <clears throat> so uh, we uh, we have this uh. We have this whole uh, scene where we've got like a whole uh, like action sequence finally in this episode. Not finally, but you know, a uh, really cool like uh, chase in the streets where you know where Kamala can use her powers and stuff like that, and it's her and uh, Walid and Kareem being chased by the clandestines who. Um, this this is the funny thing I, I found on online. Somebody was being it's like, I don't think I can believe the show anymore because it seems like the clandestines were able to get to Karachi in like hours. Well, so were they able to? Yeah, and uh, well, so my my response to this person is is like, you're fine with the superpowers, right? But you draw <laughs> the line. At travel, <laughs> it's like, well, yeah, exactly. You're fine with superpowers and you know a Nord dimension and gin and an ambulance that have like magical powers, yeah, and all that stuff. But like, how do they get to Karachi? I mean, really? Like, I don't know. Maybe they hailed a plane. Maybe they got their own personal pilot or something. You know, we don't like, know the extent of their powers either, so who knows? Maybe they can. Well, probably, yeah, they could have just like manifested themselves. Maybe they there. can teleport. Or, who knows? I don't know. Or again, think about it. They've been around here for about a hundred years or so. Yeah, They're probably all quite wealthy because they probably figured out yeah. how to start businesses and make money. And there's a good money. chance one of them's a pilot. Um, <laughs> or know the pilot who can hire. Like, yeah, I mean, yeah, yeah, you don't need like to know. Like, I mean, come on. Like a Black Widow, you know, she's got like a guy who basically like does like yeah. illegal things or like acquires helicopters. And, and, and it's funny. It's like, like it's it's like it's um. So, somebody says, "Man, I'm waiting for that episode where we just see them traveling for 15 hours to crush." <laughs> yeah, just to make it more realistic. I mean, he's like, "What the hell?" And then 
I know, I swear to God, these people, like, they'll literally just find anything to complain. I, I remember, too, when that one, that one guy who, I'm not going to say his name, because it's like yeah. a fucking ass, but anyway, um, where he's, like, talking about, like, Captain Marvel, like, I don't understand, like, how her uniform could just, like, change colors, like, if some Barbie doll or something like that, like, just, like, going all in on that. how, you know, Carol Danvers dressed, and then, like, it's like the movie's so unrealistic, and it's like, okay, like, like, all right. Yeah, I mean, people will nitpick about it. anything, honestly. So, um, <laughs> I love it when men who pretend to be feminists, but they're really not, and they criticize women, but they criticize them under the lens that like they're not they're not being feminist enough because they like have like a more feminine personality or like or they express themselves in clothing wise in a more feminine way but it's really just a cover for them to just control women but they're doing it under the guise of feminism which is like an extra layer of just like being really like manipulative i like that that's what that guy was doing by the way again I'm not gonna say his name but it's really fucking stupid yeah anyway, uh, <laughs> and he's got dumb hair too okay um yeah Anyway, so sorry, that was was a tan. I, I like I said, I, I was trying to put a lid on the, the 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 mean streak that I got going on, but I think I've done okay this time. Everybody oh no, you're good. You're so. good. I'm not worried about that. I was just trying to remember what else happens in this episode. So okay, oh yeah, we do have <laughs> we have a fight scene with the well, the cool chase and the fight scene. Was yeah, cool. we have this big sure. fight scene, and unfortunately, in the fight scene, Waleed is apparently murdered. Her Obi Wan Kenobi yeah, yeah. died, you know, after two days of or whatever yeah. of mentorship or whatever. Yeah, um, I, I I guess uh, he's uh he does something else. I have to look him up. That actor, he does something else on the show too. Like he's some kind of behind the scenes person too on the show. I don't know if he's like a fight choreographer or what he is, but anyways, um, I'll look that up here. Um, cool. Yeah, the um, the whole uh. We, we we get the we get that uh she um she basically has this happen and uh during during uh this thing while Lead is killed um he actually killed one of the clandestines before that happened though um he he was he was ended up, he ended up getting fatally stabbed by Najma um and then um Kamala and Kareem are fending off the rest of the clandestines and whatnot, and um, Kareem kills one of them as well. So we're down two clandestines. <laughs> yeah, and then, right. yeah, and then Najma mm -hmm. accidentally stabs the Bengal, and mm -hmm. then Kamala goes into one of her visions, but it's very realistic, and she seems to have somehow been transported back in time to the partition. Yeah, like the night, yeah, like mm -hmm. the night where, you know, her her grandmother was, you know, transported. Yeah, it looked, I don't know, it looks like she's actually back in time for Yeah, me too. Like, I think she's somehow time traveling or something. Or is at least able to, like, interact with it and observe it or something, in a way. So. It's like a vision, because cause if you notice, I, I mean, I watched it twice, and you notice yeah. at one point, when she's about to climb on top of the train... And, and she walks in front of some guy, and then he stops. Usually when you have these visions, like in Harry Potter, where he's looking through, like, the pensive, like, nobody's interacting with him. Like, he just sees what already happened. So, like, if someone's walking towards you, they'll just literally walk through you. Oh, because yeah. Because you're not really in the moment. You're looking at a memory. But this guy literally stopped in front of her. So to me, I don't know if that's like a hint, maybe that she's actually there. Like, you know what I mean? Like, yeah, because like I, so, I, I just recently watched something. I don't even remember what it was, where somebody was inside of a memory and people were walking right through him. So you know, um, the uh, so uh, anyways, where do you think? Do you think the next week we're gonna spend a lot of time in the partition era, or do you think uh, we're gonna come back to present. I don't know. I mean, we'll see. I mean, like, if, if she actually is, you know, back, you know, in the past, it might, yeah, it might be her trying to, you know, find her way back to the present or maybe just try to figure out maybe where Aisha went or, 
you know, and then you know, again, I'm giving credit to Screen Crush or, or Ryan Airy yeah. because I got. Mm. I mean, I'm not. It's not the original idea. I got it from yeah. him, but like, so I want to make sure I give credit. But um, he he had a video recently where he he speculates that maybe it's like this weird time loop kind of thing going on, where maybe she was the one that actually like guided her grandmother yeah trail of stuff. i actually thought that before i ever heard anybody say that and i heard it on a podcast as well um okay um i don't even remember which one but uh i don't listen to many you know before we record so I, it's probably the um slash film one that i listened to and i think they might have speculated that too so because i didn't i don't think i listened to ryan airy this week so um so that could be interesting, you know, if that yeah. was the case that she, so then, it be, but then it becomes that whole time loop thing where she went to the past, but then since that was already going to happen anyway, yeah, and therefore, it's a time loop, yeah, not really time travel if it was supposed to happen type of thing, yeah, you know? like it's just a weird concept, but you know, like, like, like the, that's like the MCU version of time travel because it's it's the MCU version of uh of, of um Marty McFly going back in time and then um creating rock and roll not yeah, really not really creating it but you know i'm um, cr- creating uh the you know the whole johnny be good thing um no <laughs> so that could sound like a whole other dark meaning though to it though yeah it does it's a great movie but the idea but, like, but, but it's kind of like a white dude a white dude created johnny be good <laughs> Exactly. It's like, oh, it's actually a white guy who created rock and roll. I, mean, I know it was meant to be like this fun little thing, but it's like, wow. Yeah. Like watching that later on, it's just like, man, like that. Yeah, was I totally mean, it's not. You know, <laughs> I don't think they were thinking about that at all when they did that. You know, no, they weren't. <laughs> no. That's the thing. It was like, but like, mm-hmm. man. <laughs> <laughs> um, but, but Bruno, he dresses like Marty McFly, so that's interesting. So maybe, yeah. My th- yeah, my yeah. my theory is what's going to happen next week is um. Doc Brown's going to show up with a DeLorean during the partition. And um, actually, it's going to be actually, it's not even going to be a DeLorean. It's going to be that train from the end of uh, Back to the Future 3. It'll end up right on the tracks behind the trains that all the people are on. And um, he's he's going to he's going to look at, uh, you know, look at Kamala and be like, I'm here to save you. And then. um, (laughs) And then, uh, yeah. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> and then again nobody's going to question why this old dude's hanging out with teenagers and um <laughs> and exactly and why he said teenager is wearing like totally modern clothing like yeah <laughs> with like new jersey logo and stuff like that and yeah yeah unless you find some you know pakistani guy or whoever who like is up on like you know American geography? It's like oh yeah, I know New Jersey. You know? Yeah, or or it's <laughs> like uh you know when when that's the other thing too. Or or wearing she's wearing pink uh, Chuck Taylor Converse shoes too. So it's like <laughs> they might they they they, they, they I think they had Chuck Taylors around that time, but they probably weren't popular in India and Pakistan, and um <laughs> and and also I don't think they were pink. <laughs> No, they weren't probably not. No. If anything, they, well, since since like Bruno already did dress like Marty McFly, maybe <laughs> it'll have like a sort of Back to the Future type of episode. Feel to where it, yeah. Are, like you're a strange girl. Like where where are your parents? You know, like yeah, like you know, thing like you, you just seem you seem different. Like you know, <laughs> yeah. Um, interesting thing to point out about this episode that we watched is uh, because of political things, they couldn't film in Pakistan. Um, yeah, they, they filmed, they filmed actually in Bangkok, Thailand. Oh, okay. So yeah. And they, you know, made it look as much like uh, Karachi as they could. And, uh, you know, probably, yeah. they probably also filmed yeah. some of it on set in Georgia where they were filming most of the series because, you know, yeah, you can't film anything where it actually takes place. Can't even film in Jersey. Um, <laughs> somehow. <laughs> I figure that the Pakistani government wouldn't allow it. Oh yeah, they're like they 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 did send they did send people there to get B roll, I guess you know, but they weren't going to let them film like a whole you know. They probably snuck that too, you know what I mean? So yeah, Pakistan's kind of like a well, 
we're kind of heading towards Pakistan and the type of theocracy that they've got because because yeah. Pakistan not not really a full on theocracy like you would have like in Iran or Saudi Arabia or Afghanistan. Yeah, it's more of like a, Pakistan's kind of got like a half theocracy, half republic, kind of intermixing with each other. Yeah. So, so like the Quran and like Islamic Sharia is sort of like the sort of like bedrock of their constitution, but it's not like the constitution itself. Whereas like in Iran, Saudi Arabia, it's like that is like the constitution essentially, or at least their interpretation of it, you know, which is always the most conservative coincidentally anyway and uh so you're trying to say they're part of the stone age with fred flintstone by the bedrock aspect i'm joking sorry no (laughs) he was an ayatollah yeah and uh (laughs) um we we, you know we call him you know farid you know i don't know whatever but you know you know humans lived at the same time as dinosaurs according to uh the 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 the, uh, creation museum in in uh, kentucky or something so uh I've got a cousin who goes to that place like every couple of years. My uh, my sister, and my even... sister and her kids went there recently, and it was so much for me not to say anything. Oh, I know. Well, my kid too. My cousin's not even super. I mean, she's Catholic, but mm-hmm. she's like a liberal Catholic. But she and she's like you know she's not like politically conservative at all. But, like, she loves going. She's been to this place, like, 15 times or something like throughout her life. Like, why do you love this place? Like, this totally goes against your values. I mean, like, yeah. it's totally, like, this This was created by, like, a right-wing evangelical dude. Like, oh, yeah. Like but but it turns years. out most of the reason that he created it was just to make money anyway. So it, it, he doesn't yeah, necessarily believe in anything. That goes without saying. Yeah, but... Um, and, uh, but anyway... But we're saying, way yeah, off topic here, so... Um, <laughs> yeah. I'm sorry. Just gonna, yeah. yeah. No, go ahead. Yeah, sorry, I was saying that Pakistan. I'm not surprised that Pakistan wouldn't let them. Yeah. Because you know we're talking about jinn and you know all these blasphemous ideas, and plus two, it's a girl without a hijab. Like what? You know, type of thing. So like, yeah, we'll see what happens. You know, um, well, yeah. If, if we even stay there that long, who knows how long it'll be? I mean, it could be I, some I'm kind of it's a, not gonna, yeah a fake out. Hopefully not. You know, but we'll see. But I do want to get back to Jersey, and I hope we do soon. So. <laughs> Because I, yeah, I, 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 I miss I miss Bruno and Nakia, so I'm like, uh, you know. So like, yeah, no, I I hear you. I hope it's not going to be a yeah. midnight situation where four of the episodes are going to take place in one city other than what it came started out as. Yeah. Oh, so so we'll see yeah. what happens, and hopefully they don't do that. Um, any other final thoughts here before we wrap things up? Uh. <clears throat> Not most, just just an apology if I offended anyone. It's not my intention. It's just I I get on these these things sometimes. Yeah. Sometimes, sometimes I forget that oh you know maybe people don't like that. Sorry. That well, Matt, you 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 totally offended me. And um... well, I mean, answer listeners, especially oh. <laughs> if they're from like a Muslim background, because yeah, you know, I, I'm not speaking from an angle of of prejudice. I'm speaking for someone who actually spent quite yeah. a lot of time in the Muslim community when I was in my youth. So mm-hmm. you know, I'm not I'm not speaking to some like American you know type of person. It's more of like I've had actual conversations with people who would say these exact type things and yeah. complain about so it's not like I'm just making I don't think anything like, you said is it can can be construed as offensive anyways. So okay. uh, I'm just I'm just yeah. making sure just conscientious that's how I am, you know. And, anyway, that's that's all. Um, yeah, and and if you have any thoughts on this episode or any other ones, uh, you can find all of our stuff at all2real2.com. You can also message me directly at mike at cullenpark.com. If I get your message, I might read it in a future episode. Um, you know, if you like hearing your thoughts and voice on things, you know, let us know. And and, and if you're cool enough, maybe you'll be on a future show. Who knows? Um, yeah. But uh, you know, um, just yeah help support the show um i know this is the uh you know celebration of america this weekend or something i think america just really needs help um and it's okay to be critical of the country you live in it's not against being american by being critical of it um or you know maybe america does need to get fucked maybe it just needs to get laid it's very very uptight you know so it does America's act like a bunch of incels mm-hmm. right now, basically, you know, so 
Incel, Incelicara, Incelica, I don't know. Um, <laughs> Incelica, I don't know. Uh, we'll, we'll workshop oh, it later. <laughs> Sorry, it reminds me one, just one last, super last thing. <clears throat> so one time I, I had a dream once that was a weird, weird, like fever dream, basically. And then um, it was like about this, um, this dude who was like a substitute teacher who, uh, like basically like the students were just like act, like acting out like the school couldn't control them so like they're like we need like our ace in the hole type of guy who's gonna like you know he's like a he's like a alternative dude and he's gonna like work his magic or whatever to like get the kids to you know get good grades and whatever, whatever. so like he like basically like decides to create like this weird like golfing academy within the school itself and, like, they go, like, on this weird, like, camping trip where they're supposed to be golfing at the same time in the woods. I'm not sure how that works out. And, and anyway, they're, like, have, like he's, he's like, talking to one of the students who's kind of, like, like the nerd of the class or whatever. And then, like, he, he they're talking about incels for some reason. I have no idea why. And then, like, the, the kid, like, he goes, like, are you sure that... Um, you know, you're an incel or an intellectual, and like they both just started laughing. So like I started using that phrase then later on, where I'm like, you know, like no incels who think they're like super smart. I call them intellectuals. You can use that, but you gotta give me credit because I came up with it. Okay, my dream. I'll make sure that together. it's a copyright then. Um, so <laughs> at the end of this episode. <laughs> so um, anyways, folks, until next time, make sure you're good to each other. Um, be nice, you know, don't be an asshat or an asshole or, or, or an intellectual copyright, Matthew Haas, Sesame, Karachi, and Carta. And, um, <laughs> and until next time, folks, Bye bye Thanks for listening to All Too Real 2 Podcast, a Cullen Park production. Produced and edited by Michael E. Cullen II. Music by Matthew Hawes. Subscribe and share the show. Visit us at cullenpark.com.